The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And, and again, this is, this, is where, this is where we can have a bit of a laugh about it because it's not how I'd recommend anybody else to do it if they're training for an Ironman. So where having diabetes makes you so different from a regular person doing cardiovascular training is that like, so let, let, let's use the example of an, an average person goes out for a run. The, the two controllables for them is whether their body can physically do it and whether they actually want to do it, which is their like them, their sort of like mental state towards the, whatever their goal is, whatever they're trying to achieve. The thing with trying to do an ultra endurance event as a type one diabetic is that you have the physical, you have the mental but then you also have this third element which is the diabetes and specifically your blood sugar control which is can you keep your blood sugars in a range that is going to be able to mean that you can then just worry about the physical and the mental side of things so for me I basically had no idea how many grams of carbs I needed every hour to fuel the activity that I was doing like because I hadn't ever swam before I didn't know the I didn't know the toll that that activity was taking on my blood sugar levels. So then I didn't know how to fuel for it. Same as the cycling and same as like the, the long distance running. So I basically went in with the approach of I'm going to be over prepared. I'm going to take enough things that if my levels drop to like 0.9, I've got enough to recover from any hypo. And it was literally just a case of trial and error. So I had some sessions where I would take on 30 grams of carbs every hour. And if I found that I was going a little bit low, I'd be like, right, I'm going to take 50 grams of carbs every hour. If that was bringing me down like half a unit, couple of, couple, sorry, like half a, half a, half, yeah, half a unit, couple of units, I'd be like, right, the, the, this amount of carbs has this effect on my blood sugar levels. X amount of carbs has this effect on my blood sugar levels. And then just finding out what was like uh, comfortable blood sugar levels to be at for the day. And what I needed to roughly eat to maintain it. Now, the difficulty that I had was that as my body was getting fitter and my body was making adaptations to training, these numbers were, were scrambled. So let, let, let's say like in like week one of training to move at like 
let's let's use the example of like to move at an eight minute mile my body might have been burning through like 100 grams of carbs which was great because then i knew that if i was running at an eight minute mile i would need like 100 grams of carbs every hour if i was doing that for an hour and my blood sugars would stay fine the issue was is that as i was getting fitter my body was obviously getting more efficient so it wasn't needing as much energy to fuel that event so let's say at this point i then needed maybe like 60 70 grams of carbs to fuel that hour of exercise so then my levels were like rising up a little bit so as i was getting fitter it was like harder for me to gauge what i needed to fuel the event so on the day it was just a case of like check your levels every hour eat every 15 minutes and then in an hour if there's something wrong we're just gonna adjust the next hour to facilitate that i didn't and, and this is where like i would if i was to do it again and I, I would like to do another Ironman. I'm going to go in at the complete other end and have like, I mean, this is, this is your, your laugh. I, I was finger pricking the whole day. <laughs> well, that's um, something that jumped out at me during the documentary yeah. was he doesn't yeah, just, just have think- to worry about his blood sugar. He doesn't have a CGM. <laughs> so Jack was doing this whole challenge over what, 10, 12, 16 hours, whatever it was. And he was mm-hmm. finger pricking the whole time. So he was in the water didn't have a CGM. He was on the bike, didn't have a CGM and he was running a marathon and didn't have a CGM. So were you just mm. gauging it off how you felt physically? Uh, for, for a lot of it. Yeah. So actually, fun fact, I didn't test once on the run. For the I, whole marathon? For the whole marathon, I didn't test. I had a friend who was driving in his car alongside me and he just had a load of sachets and his wife very kindly was basically just saying drink this drink this drink this and that's all i did for the run and what were your levels after the run i know we're jumping ahead. um yeah i mean they were they, they were they were weird i man i i honestly i i wish i could i wish i could begin to even explain how i felt after it <laughs> i um it was it was just odd my levels were so i was really scared afterwards that my levels were just going to have like a massive crash and that in the middle of the night they were going to like just drop really low i mean like thankfully they didn't i remember coming back and i think i had like a like a really mild hypo i was like 3.9 or something like that um so i just had some sweet like just like a like a handful of sweets before bed and like actually surprisingly they were fine um what I found is that like after the event, I was, I just felt really quite ill for like a day and then I was fine. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.